Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey.com present Locked On Today. Is this the year Justin Rose turns a lead into a green jacket? Without Giannis, the Mavericks turn the Bucks into roadkill. Plus, are the Lakers headed for trouble when LeBron and AD return? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. For the sixth time in his career, Justin Rose will be taking home the overnight lead at the Masters. He shoots a a sparkling 65-7 under on the round four clear of his nearest competitor. Joining me now, Anne Ligori from Talking Golf with our friends at WFAN, part of the Odyssey Network. And this is a a familiar place for Justin to be. He has not been able to seal the deal. But when you watch him out there on Thursday, you go, how does this guy not have three or four of these already? So what does he have to do to put on that green jacket on Sunday? I mean, Justin Rose, I remember seeing him win the U.S. Open at Marion in 2013, and Mm. he was just on fire, unflappable, just so precise. But yeah, he has to be able to close. And, um, you know, he's been runner up at the Masters twice in 2015 and then in 2017 when he lost in that playoff against Sergio. So he knows this course inside and out. You know, he's just so smart and he's so sharp on this golf course. So if he continues to just kind of, you know, keep it in the zone and and focus like he does and just keep playing lights out, um, boy, that performance was just unbelievable. I mean, you know, he had what two early bogeys and he eagled the eighth. Then he drained seven birdies over his final 10 holes. Mm. I mean, you know, he just basically dominated afternoon. It was just a pleasure to watch. What do the guys who are chasing him, guys like Patrick Reed, who has won, Jordan Spieth, who has won some of these, there are some big names that that can still be in the mix here. What do they have to do? Because this is a, a golf course that will punish you for being too aggressive. That's true, especially as tough as it's playing, you know, this time around, unlike in November when it was very, very soft. Well, you know, Patrick Reed is very sharp. Patrick Reed's short game is unbelievable. And you need to have a a unflappable short game and you have to know where to put the ball with your irons and then you have to make the putts. So course knowledge is very is that important. all? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If you're gonna if you're gonna pick one name who could be there at the end trying to fight tooth and nail Justin Rose for this green jacket, who is it? Well, you know, looking at, at the first round results, as I mentioned, Patrick Reed is just so sharp with his short game, and he knows this golf course, you know, really like the back of his hand, and he's he, he's won a green jacket. So Patrick Reed will be right in there. I liked how Jordan Spieth rebounded. Mm-hmm. Jordan Spieth showed me a lot. You know, he triple bogeyed the ninth hole, <laughs> and he, then he eagles the 15th, chipping in from off the green. And he just, you know, he just never gives up. He had a roller coaster round, three birdies, one bogey, that triple on the ninth, and then the eagle on the 15th. So I'm hoping Jordan Spieth can, you know, kind of calm down a little bit and be a little more consistent. And after his win last week in the Texas Open, he has a lot of confidence, 
Obviously, he won here in 2015. I think Jordan Spieth will definitely be in contention. Locked On Today is brought to you in partnership with Odyssey. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y, your new home for music, news, sports, and podcasts. Download the Odyssey app today. Coming up, no Giannis, no problem for the Dallas Mavericks. That's next. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The Utah Jazz and the Phoenix Suns are getting all the attention in the West with LeBron and AD still out for the Lakers. Thursday night, the Clippers said, hold my beer. What's going on, Clips fans? Chuck Lockler here, one half of the hosting duo over at Locked On Clippers, coming at you after the huge win over the Phoenix Suns. Paul George has yet another 30-point game. Kawhi Leonard had 27 points and absolutely baptized DeAndre Ayton at the rim. Uh, Devin Booker's hair looked good, but it wasn't enough to combat Rajon Rondo, who somehow outplayed CP3 tonight. We'll see what happens coming up, but the Clippers are looking real good. On to the Rockets tomorrow. It was a 10-0 run in the second half, and the Utah Jazz never looked back. Here's Locked On Jazz host, David Locke. The Utah Jazz get back on the winning ways with a 122-103 win over the Portland Trailblazers. Jazz trailed this game of the half, and then the number one team in the NBA in third quarters hit the Blazers with everything they have. A 40-19 third quarter led the Jazz to a runaway win over the Blazers tonight. Dame Lillard under control, just 8 of 21. Same line for C.J. McCollum. Donovan Mitchell scored 37 points. Missed a three late. He would have been the first Jazz player since 1990 to have back-to-back 40-point games from Carl Malone. Did it. Jazz hold to their number one spot in the West, get back on the winning ways, and have now won 23 straight games at home. For more on the Jazz, go to Locked On Jazz and the Locked On Podcast Network. A controversial ending for the Marlins and the Mets. Here's Locked On Mets host, Ryan Finkelstein. All right, let me just stick my elbow out here. Talking about uh, that Mets game, just a little... Elbow reach. The New York Mets went on a walk-off hit by a pitch where Michael Conforto clearly stuck that huge gargantuan elbow pad out to get the bases loaded hit by pitch walk-off. But Jeff McNeil, again above me, with an absolute tank, home run to tie the game in the ninth inning. Big win for the Mets, regardless of what's going to be a clearly talked about and controversial ending. Taiwan Walker was great. Six innings, gave up two runs. The Mets' starting pitching has impressed so far this year, particularly that top three of DeGrom, Stroman, and Walker. We got DeGrom and Stroman going over the weekend. So the Mets have a great chance here to stack up some wins against a Marlins team. But I know Marlins fans are probably pretty upset about the way that game ended. But hey, if you're a Mets fan and you were frustrated about to see another loss and the Mets get off, to a one and three start to the season and lose their home opener, you're on Clyde Nan right now, no matter how it happened. That's what happened yesterday. Here's what to look for today on betonline.ag. The Boston Celtics and the Memphis Grizzlies both have 26 wins on the season. However, the Celtics are eight and a half point favorites, according to betonline.ag, for tonight's matchup in Boston. The Philadelphia Phillies are plus 10 in run differential this season and in first place in the NL East. Tonight, they play their East rivals, the Atlanta Braves, in Atlanta. The betonline.ag line for this game, Philly plus one and a half. To check out the full list, head to betonline.ag where you can get a lot of prop bets as well. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. 
Here is another story you need to know. The Dallas Mavericks took care of a Giannis-less Milwaukee Bucks 116-101 on Thursday night. They've now won six of seven. Joining me now, Nick Angstad from Locked on Mavs. And Nick, this team seems to have caught a little bit of a groove here. What is different about this Mavs team now than what we saw early in the season when they, they seem to still be sort of figuring it out? Oh, they have players now. It's really different when the Mavs actually have players, right? Maxi Kleba playing, Dorian Finney-Smith playing, Josh Richardson playing and on the floor. They don't have to turn to Wes Wandu and Josh Green and all these, you know, Willie Cauley-Stein and all these guys. Uh, Willie Cauley-Stein, though, he's been out since early March, and we have no idea. He's just said health and safety protocol. I just want to kind of put that out there and say this is a really weird uh, part of this pandemic where we don't really – hear like stuff about players why they're out and then we're like oh he probably has covid and then he got a covid vaccine so it's just great to have players back though <laughs> that, that aside uh luka Doncic is on another level i mean he's just taking it to a completely mvp level he had 27 9 and 9 in this game and there's been a little bit of back and forth a little rift him and kp trying to figure out how to integrate kp into the offense more but especially in this game they really made it a point to involve KP more in the offense and to integrate him a little bit more. And both Luka and KP took 20 shots in this game. KP had 26 and 17 boards in this game against the Bucs. So they're figuring it out. And uh, this team is really dangerous. They had the best offense in the league last year, and they're starting to get right back up to that point again this year. They are 29 and 22 as we sit here, but just two and a half games out of that fifth spot currently occupied by the Lakers, who we don't know when Anthony Davis is coming back. We don't know when LeBron James is coming back. How high do you think they can climb here as they close out the season? Because the playoffs are, are all of a sudden right around the corner. Yeah, all Mavs fans are looking at that Lakers team with their like licking their chops going, ooh, they could fall all the way down. And like, yeah, the Mavs could probably catch this Lakers team, especially if LeBron's going to be out for a while. There's two specific games that the, the Mavericks really have to look out for. And it'll mean a lot to the Mavericks and not necessarily to the Lakers. But they play the Lakers two games, April 22nd and the 24th. They're a TNT and an ABC game. They're going to be huge. And the Lakers and Mavs could be right there. And that could determine the tiebreaker between the two teams. So if the Mavs want to get any higher, first they have to pass Portland. And then the Lakers are kind of falling down right now. And so if they can catch them, those two games are going to be so important. But... You also have the Lakers will get LeBron and Anthony Davis back at some point, we think. And however well they play after that, like when they get those guys back, the Mavs have to either stay where they are or catch back up to them again then. So the Mavs will probably stay in the six to seven range, but they have a chance to get up to five. And and if they do stay in that six to seven range, you can bet those teams at the top of the West are going, you know who we really don't want to see in the first round? Luka Doncic and this, this Dallas Mavericks team. They went six games with the Clippers last year, and there was weird stuff with a Luka ankle. KP got kicked out of a game. KP was out for three games. Like There's just all kinds of weird stuff that happened in the Clippers series last year where if it went the other way, it could be the Mavericks that had upset the Clippers instead of the Nuggets in the next round. So, yeah, for sure. And then Phoenix, look at the team that, that passed on Luka in a playoff series, all the narratives that could go on with that. Chris Paul is kind of terrifying for the Mavericks, but other than that, yeah, they're a team that nobody wants to play, I don't think, in the first round. Coming up, are the Lakers headed for trouble when LeBron and AD come back? Our cue of the day is next. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and they just keep adding flavors. I get a box once a month 
from them with with new flavors marshmallow churro is this new flavor that's on its way unbelievable birthday cake i can't say enough about how delicious they are i was traveling over the weekend some long car rides and read for a built bar and you satisfy that little sweetness craving and you don't feel guilty about it it's not eating gummy bears or you know whatever else it is stuff that is low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber to give you good energy, lasting energy because of what they put in it. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day. The Miami Heat beat the L.A. Lakers 110-104 on Thursday night. That's not the story because no LeBron James, no Anthony Davis. This is not the Lakers team that we're going to see in the playoffs. Presumably joining me now from Locked on Lakers, Anthony Irwin. And Anthony, they have done some shaking up of this lineup with the absence of LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Andre Drummond goes out. He gets a a, a double-double. But... How much of what we're seeing here is actually different? When when LeBron James and Anthony Davis get back, how different is this team going to be from the one that that they left? Oh, from the one that they left? That's yeah. I, I thought you were going to say like, how different is it going to look with Anthony Davis and LeBron James <laughs> compared to what they're doing right a, now? And a I'm little. Like, well, pretty. <laughs> but but I, no, d- compared to what they left, actually, that's a that's the million dollar question because. They bring in this guy, Andre Drummond, and there were reports that in signing him, they promised him the world, basically. They told him, uh, yeah, you're going to get to start. You're going to get to play 30 minutes. Uh, you're going to get to do all these things, which, you know, apparently if you don't do, you don't land Andre Drummond, to which I would say, if you don't land Andre Drummond, there are worse things that could possibly happen <laughs> to your franchise. <laughs> but that's that's where that's what they're faced with right now and and I think that's why Marcus Saul has been kind of unhappy since the signing even after a good game he was sitting there saying like you know I'm just trying to get through this which after a good game if you're saying I'm just trying to get through this like after a good hit I'm not I after you and after you and I go through this I'm not going to say to you man I was just trying to get through that man <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the, how different it's going to be is is going to be really interesting and I kind of wonder if Andre Drummond being promised 30 minutes a night says something about where Anthony Davis is physically. Mm. If he's not quite right to play the 5, the Lakers are a very different team. What happens when Anthony Davis comes back and Andre <laughs> Drummond gets to the Lakers when he gets to play 30 minutes a night and the rebounds are there for him to get and and the shots are there for him to get. I mean, is there how concerned are you that 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 part of this, that th- this is actually the worst time for Andre Drummond to be acclimating? Because when when these guys get back, there's going to be far fewer bites at the apple for him, presumably. I mean, losing to Miami was something that he's been going through for the last forever <laughs> of his career. Right. So, so this kind of a game, he's been playing this exact game the entirety of his career. And yeah, it's not that different, but that has to be the incentive to accept a winning role on a Mm. winning team is you've been playing that game forever, Andre, and you might go back to that game next season whenever you accept the the offer from the highest bidder. But what are you going to do right now when you're set up to win a championship? 
And if that means on some nights playing 15, 20 minutes, are you willing to accept that? If not, do you really want that to be your reputation coming out of this thing? Because the Lakers are probably capable of winning a championship, whether or not Andre Drummond buys in or, or, or not. That's, that's the leverage that they hold here. Um, I, I think Andre Drummond has to make a decision here as to, all right, I've, I've done this. Let's try this other thing. And we saw, by the way, what impact that had on Dwight Howard. He was going to be out of the league. He wasn't going to, he was going to be done. And, uh, he comes back, he wins a championship and he was a bit of a commodity on in, in free agency last year. And he might get another contract or two out of it. That has to be the example that, that Andre Drummond follows. And finally, former Yankees pitcher and five-time World Series champion David Cohn joins Stacey Getzulius on Locked on Yankees to talk about the direction of pitching in Major League Baseball and if there is a limit. Are we going to see pitchers hitting 105 miles an hour in 10 years or so? Or are the guys just going to get bigger and stronger? Because it feels like that could happen. You're right. That's the trend, you know, and that, that, you know, that's the thing I noticed this year in doing my prep work for games and then, you know, going down the rosters on pitchers and you really have to follow pitchers year to year because there's big jumps in velocity because they're training for velocity. They're throwing weighted balls. Pitchers are pushing the, as far as training goes, they're pushing the system, you know, uh, much more than that has ever been done before. And I think that's why you're seeing more injuries. You see Tommy John, more Tommy John injuries and surgeries, but, Certainly the velocity year after year is, is being pushed. So we, I don't think we know what the limit is at this point. For more, tune into today's episode of Locked On Yankees. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked On Bets, download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on Monday, who puts on the green jacket? We'll break down the season's first major. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.